Well, boys, welcome back to the Bare Knuckle Pod. Today on the pod, we're looking forward to BKFC 41 in Denver, Colorado with a stacked main card and a belt on the line. I thought we'd take a deep dive into the top three fights of the night. In the main event, we have Mike Perry fighting Luke Rockhold. In the co-main event, we have Chad Mendez versus Eddie Alvarez. And in a championship bout with the belt on the line, we've got Christine Fiera and Beck Rawlings. There's not a name that you don't already know. So let's get the party started. And I think it's appropriate that we start with Mike Perry. And yes, this is the same Mike Perry that fought Michael Page and BKFC 27 in London, dubbed, and I quote, the most exciting fight nobody knew they wanted. This was the fight that after five brutal rounds, it was ruled a draw, and it was decided for Perry and Page to fight a sixth and final overtime round and Perry won the majority decision and this just shows a little insight into Perry he walks to the center of the ring as they announce the winner his hands raised with a cut above his eye that's bleeding pretty heavily and a broken jaw it was a bare knuckle brawl for the history books This is also Mike Perry. When talking to Fox Sports, gave an incredible story about Jacques Herrera Souza saving his life. Okay, here we go. I'm quoting here. This is Mike Perry talking about Jacques Herrera Souza. He said, he's my hero. He is literally my hero, man. I was playing around at the gym. I'm going to drop a story for you right here, right now. There was like this rubber band hanging from the pull-up bar, and this rubber band was like for workouts, and it was a thick band, and we thought, you know, we were there filming ESPN, and the crew was there, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to put this rubber band around my neck, and do a workout, kind of work on my ability to take a chokehold. So I leaned forward, it wraps around my neck, I flexed myself so that I could hold on, and in two seconds, blackout. Yacarer sees me, runs over to help, starts slapping me, pouring water on my face, the ESPN crew's all around me, everyone's yelling at me to quit playing around, but all I remember is putting the rubber band on my neck and waking up with Yacarer Souza slapping me in the face and saving my life and getting me out of this rubber band contraption. Tell me that's not a story. Oh my gosh. That's Mike Perry for you. Okay. So 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 really, who, who is Mike Perry? Well, he's known as an aggressive fighter with a powerful striking ability. 
He's had two bare-knuckle fights, but the majority of his career has been in the MMA. With a record of 14 wins and eight losses, 11 of those wins come by way of knockout or technical knockout. He's been a big player in combat sports since about 2016. He's generally in the welterweight division, but he'll be fighting in the light heavyweight division for the BKFC. The only criticism against him is cardio. They say he slows down a little bit in the latter rounds. Maybe relies a little bit more on his brute strength and his aggression rather than like a refined technique. But one thing we definitely know about Mike Perry is he's an exciting fire to watch, and he always comes to put on a show, whether it's in or out of the ring, whether it's in or out of the octagon, and whether it's in or out of the squared circle. Okay, let's let's talk about his opponent. <laughs> okay. Luke Rockhold. An absolute menace in the UFC, making his debut in 2013 and quickly rising through the ranks. He primarily fights in the middleweight division, but he will be making his light heavyweight debut in the BKFC this weekend. Rockhold's known for his well-rounded fighting ability, being proficient in kickboxing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and wrestling. Not as well known as for his striking ability, but I think I've got a comment here that gives you a little insight into Luke Rockhold. This was when he was fighting in the UFC, and some of you out there may remember this. He was looking for his next fight, and they thought that they may give him someone who's not in the top 10, and here's what he said. And I quote, I'm not going to fight anybody out of the top 10 if they give me somebody. It has to be someone that excites me. It has to be someone that gets me out of bed. I'm not going to wake up for some effing chump who doesn't do anything for me. But I can't let you go without discussing a little bit of Luke Rockhold's modeling career. I mean, in 2014, this guy was in multiple campaigns. He was he was in he he, he was marketing brands such as Ralph Lauren, Calvin Klein, Versace. He's all over the place. He's been in Fashion Magazine, GQ, Men's Health. He retired from the MMA in 2020 and said that he might come back if the right opportunity arises. Well, guess what? The right opportunity arose in BKFC. Bare knuckle fighting. It's what must excite him, and it must be something that gets him out of bed because he's back. Let's move on to another character, Eddie Alvarez, another aggressive fighter, good striking ability. He rose to prominence in the MMA world. He's the former Bellator lightweight champion and former UFC lightweight champion, which makes him among a very few, a very select group of fighters who hold titles in two organizations. He's got a professional MMA record of 30 wins, seven losses. He's exciting no matter where he is. And I'm reminded of a couple of stories. So walk with me down memory lane here for a second. If you remember way back in 2010, 
the Bellator 33 brawl. Alvarez in a post-fight brawl after defeating Roger Huerta by TKO in the second round. Okay, Alvarez jumps on the cage, gestures towards the crowd, gestures towards Huerta's team, and Huerta's team did not take that well. And a fight breaks out requiring security to intervene. Then we've got a bar fight with Nick Diaz in 2017. Alvarez got into a bar fight with a fellow UFC fighter, Nick Diaz, in Las Vegas. I think that's incredible seeing that Nick Diaz is now in the news for choking somebody out that looked like Logan Paul. And who could forget the Conor McGregor press conference incident in 2016? Alvarez was scheduled to face Conor McGregor or face off against Conor McGregor at a press conference in New York to promote their upcoming fight. And at that press conference, McGregor grabbed Alvarez's belt and taunted him, leading to a heated exchange between the two fighters. And Alvarez charged McGregor, having to be restrained by security. And if you if you need to look up an incredible fight, 2013, okay, Michael Chandler, Alvarez, known as one of the better fights in Bellator. It was a TKO victory for Alvarez. But just go ahead. Google search that. It's worth a watch. Who do we got up next? Chad Mendez. He's got a storied career in combat sports, okay? He's got a notable record of 18 wins, five losses throughout his career in MMA. He's known as a powerful striker with a number of victories coming by way of knockout. And he's got his own show, Chad Mendez, mounted in Alaska, where he takes his friends hunt on hunting trips and just has a great time. Now, I can't talk about Chad Mendez without going back to the Conor McGregor incident in 2015 when they were scheduled to face off against each other in the UFC featherweight title. And during the pre fight press conference mcgregor made a number of derogatory remarks about mendez remember he called him a midget which provoked mendez to grab mcgregor by the throat and throw him across the stage and come to think of it both of these fighters have a run-in with conor mcgregor who doesn't have a run-in with conor mcgregor and speaking of conor mcgregor we need to see him in the bkfc who would want to see him knuckle up come home Okay, now we've got Christine Vera with an already stacked main card for BKFC 41. She comes to us from Coconut Creek, Florida. She's got a professional BKFC record of six wins, one loss. She's dominant in the flyweight division and currently holds the flyweight championship belt. She hasn't lost since 2019. And she's aggressive. Her striking ability is what makes her such a strong fighter. She's both accurate and powerful. She overwhelms her opponents. And her style's off the charts. And she's fighting Beck Rawlings. Rawlings has a professional BKFC record of three wins and one loss. 
She's looking to avenge a searing loss to heart and get back on a winning streak. She's outspoken and loves to brawl. And if you don't know anything else about her, she was in the Ultimate Fighter Championship in 2014. She comes to the BKFC after a stellar career in MMA. You know, I still remember in 2015 when Rawlings had the naked weigh-in. Caused a little controversy. It was a little craziness. Look it up. It's the, uh, I think, Rawlings versus uh, Ellis fight. Um, But I remember it made huge headlines. It was crazy. It was all over the place. Um, But it was just fun. Uh, You know, she's certainly not afraid to push some boundaries. And I know she's certainly not going to back down. She's ready to take on Christine Fiera coming up this weekend in BKFC 41. It's time to knuckle up because we've got BKFC 41 happening this Saturday, April 29th. First Bank Center in Denver, Colorado. Stacked card. You know there's going to be action. You know there's going to be knockdowns. And you know there's going to be knockouts. I will see you guys there. Okay, Bare Knuckle fans. Remember, turn on notifications wherever you listen to the Bare Knuckle pod. We will continue to drop episodes weekly, previewing coming up fights, giving you raw reactions, post fights, and keeping you up to date on the fastest growing combat sport. Hang with us, and as always, have fun, get rowdy, and listen to the Bare Knuckle Pod.